a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vuchtel, and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Today, we're going to hear about a new location for one of our favourite bakeries in the South, and we'll be heading over the river to get details on a special new taproom and cafe in Clifton Hill. Let's start with pastries. One of our favourite bakeries at Broadsheet that gets some attention, but we think it deserves more, is To Be Frank. It's a backstreet Collingwood bakery and they are headed to Elstonwick, which is really exciting for people who live across the river. And Ruby Harris is here to tell us about the new shop. Welcome, Ruby. Thank you. Um, as someone who lives across the river, I'm very excited about To Be Frank opening an Elstonwick location. And this one lives is pretty close to where you actually live. Before we start on what to expect at the new venue, and I can't wait uh, for you to come back or someone else to tell us, you know, about what it's like once it's opened. Let's talk about the original because I think there will be a lot of people listening to this who may have heard of it or maybe read the story on Broadsheet or might not know it at all. What makes, to be frank, so fabulous? So... Yeah, I am shouting from the rooftops about To Be Frank. I think more people need to know about it. It's right near our office in Fitzroy. And actually on my first day in the job, I was taken there first thing in the morning and introduced to To Be Frank. And I've had a bit of a love affair ever since. Something that's a bit unique about them is they don't use sourdough. They use a modern French technique, which um, is dubbed respectus panis, which means respect the bread. Um, And yeah, they use these whole grain, slow fermented breads. And that is throughout all the pastries, all the breads, everything that they serve there. And so that's sort of a little special something about To Be Frank. What are the kind of things that that you buy when you're there? So for me, it's the chocolate smiles. I can't go past the chocolate smiles. Um, If you don't know what that is, it's like I said, that whole grain pastry. It's almost like a healthy chocolate croissant. (laughs) I don't know if healthy (laughs) necessarily applies, but um, yeah, it's in the shape of a smile and it's got layers of dark chocolate inside and it is delicious and that's what I can't go past. They often have different types of cookies. Um, They seem to differ from week to week and they're always really good. Yeah. Um, another thing they do that's fun is they have like the Ted Lasso shortbread biscuits in the little Ted Lasso box, um, which is cute. It's got such a lovely feel as well. Like even though it, it's in a space that was obviously formerly industrial or something like that, maybe a former mechanics or something, it actually has such a warm feeling and there's often kind of people just sitting on chairs out the front having a coffee or a tea with their lunch. Tell us about the new location. Yes, so very excitedly, To Be Frank is opening in Elstonwick on Riddle Parade. Riddle Parade is a gorgeous little street. It's got a beautiful little park. Um, The newest Paradise High restaurant has just opened there. There's also a little deli, so it's a really cute neighbourhood street. Mm. Um, What's exciting about this place is that it's going to have a huge open glass window at the front and the pastry chefs will be standing in the window making all the pastries. So as you're walking past, I think it will catch your eye even more than the Fitzroy one. Do you know if it's going to be bigger than the Fitzroy space or did they kind of not give you a sense of just kind of, I guess, the footprint? Yeah, I'm not too sure if it will be bigger. It definitely looks bigger. I've walked past there quite a few times and it looks like it'll be sort of a bigger, more open space, um, which is really nice. They're not going to have dine-in. They're not going to have indoor seating at this one. It'll just be sort of outdoor seating and the focus will more be on you know, takeaway pastries, coffees, you can take them to the park, yep. grab them before you get on the train, things like that. Why did they choose Elston Week? Did they mention that to you? or They opened just before COVID in Fitzroy um, and they felt like they made this really beautiful connection with the community. They said they've got so many familiar faces who come in every day and they wanted to bring that to a whole new area and they felt like Elston Week sort of just presented that opportunity to them. Yeah. And yeah. So in in your story, the headline is Dolce de Leche Pastries, 
slow fermented breads at To Be Frank's New Southside location. Tell us about these Dolce de Leche pastries. So the Dolce de Leche pastry was actually originally just a special. And when it got taken off the board, there was outcry from the locals in Fitzroy. So it became a permanent menu item. And Lauren and Franco, who um, run the bakery together, have assured me that it's coming to Elstonwick. It's like flaky, it's like a taco almost, um, layers of flaky pastry with Dolce de Leche inside. And it is really, really worth getting your hands on. Are they going to be basically kind of similar offerings at both? Or will you find things uh, in Elstonwick that you don't find in Collingwood and vice versa? So it's going to be pretty similar. Um, all of the, they've assured me, all of the staples, all of the favourites are coming over to Elstonwick. They will um, do a few things. So there was a Mother's Day special, which was a passion fruit cruffin in Fitzroy. That's going to be a permanent menu item in Elstonwick. And they're also doing a bit of a twist on the bub car, which is coming to Elstonwick. I don't have too many more details on what that's going to look like, but they have assured me that it will be worth Hold trying. On. Is this a chocolate bub car? It's going to be a chocolate bub car. The best kind of bobka. Yeah, but it's going to be a, I don't think it's a full-size bobka. It sounds like it's a smaller twist of some kind. A miniature bobka. Um, it's going to be a surprise when okay. they open. <laughs> well, To Be Frank is opening at 24 to 26 Riddle Parade in Elstonwick in July. So we will be waiting with bated breath until those doors open. I am waiting. Thanks, Ruby. <laughs> Thank you. Local brewing company is a pub. It's also now a cafe in Clifton Hill and Evan Jones, who is a Clifton Hill local, is here to tell us all about it. Welcome, Evan. Thanks, Katja. This has a really interesting backstory, local brewing company. Tell us about the background. So five friends started the brewery in, well, I should say started brewing in 2019 under the name A Local Beer. They've since changed their name. But the idea was kind of interesting in the sense that they wanted their brewery to be for a greater good. So they've been working with a charity called Second Bite, and if you've been buying their four packs, they've been donating a meal for each one. And now, with their brewery, if you buy a pint, they'll do the same. So tell us about this new location. Is this the first physical location that they've had? Yeah, so they've just been brewing out of another facility for for a while, and they still will be. So this is not a brewery in the sense of, say, Stomping Ground or any of these really large-scale ones. They're going to have a pilot brewery, but it's basically a tap room. So it's a small space where you can go and you can try all the beers and eat a little bit of food. There's two different elements now to this place. So tell us first, though, about uh, the location in Clifton Hill and what the space is like. It's an old uh, warehouse or mechanic on a street called Hilton Street, just off Alexander Parade. Very nondescript next to a house. If you walk down there, you will not know that you're about to walk into a brewery tap room, which I always love. Being a local in Clifton Hill, I've been poking my head around the corner for ages, wondering when it's going to open. And you can't tell anything from the outside. Now it's there. It is very much for locals. It's out of the way. It's not right on the main street. When you walk in, there's a large glass window, so it's very light-filled. So it's a nice it's a nice little space with a, with a cafe at the very entrance. It's a nice place to hang out. So let's talk actually about these two elements. So you've got the tap room, but they've also opened a cafe, and that's kind of unusual. You don't usually get a cafe situation when you're attached to a bar. No, and so there's more to come for the cafe. So they mentioned to me that the, what they've got at the moment is just the beginning. So they, they've really got some bigger plans for the cafe, which is called Greater Good. At the moment, the cafe opens in the mornings and rolls into the brewery, which opens uh, in the middle of the afternoon. Right. So you've got a, an espresso machine and a few sandwiches and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, light fare. Like you're not going necessarily for like a huge multi-course 
brunch situation. It's not certainly not competing with the other big cafes around. It's a good little sort of neighbourhood stop, though. Now, tell us about, though, the taproom. What kind of beers can we expect for those who might not know local brewing company? So local beer's always been around the approachable sort of side. So their lager, XPA and IPA are the ones that most people will be familiar with. The lager is a really fruity, tropical sort of style, so not, not your traditional straight down the line. Uh, the XPA is, again, fairly light and fruity. Um, and they've got a couple of really nice West Coast-style IPAs, which are a little bit a little bit danker. Um, so th- those are the ones that you'll find in the cans, in the takeaway, in the merch section. Um but there's a few ones that you might not be familiar with, some uh, some smaller batch sorts of stuff. There was a jam donut stout, I should say, uh, which would be perfect for the winter, rich and uh, you, if you, one pint is probably enough of that. Uh, and, and a few other, uh, interesting, there was a coffee citrus sour as well, which is interesting stuff. Are those, are those beers that will kind of be limited run and there'll be things changing over time? Well, that was the, the suggestion that I got, uh, from Nick Campbell, who I spoke to one of the owners was that when they have their pilot brew system up, which will be a 500 liter tank in the corner. So if you go in there now, you'll see there's a space to the side of the bar where there's nothing there yet. Yeah. Uh, and there's going to be a tank. And so they're going to basically ask the people that come in another element of this community aspect that they have. What do you want to say? What kind of beers would you like us to brew? Uh, and so the tap list will rotate and it'll be somewhat up to the tastes of the people that live in Clifton Hill or visit. That's great. It means you're giving the people who come most regularly what they want. Exactly. Now, apart from beers, I'm assuming there's probably a bit of a wine list or like some other things that you might be able to get while you're there. No, there's a small cocktail list, which is good, uh, and a small wine list. It's very much about the it's very much about the beers, but uh, the, they also suggested that it's really for everyone. So as much as it is about the beers, you can you can have what you, what you want there. Yeah, you'll you'll find something. Yeah. What about snacks? At the moment, they're doing toasties. There's a chicken and cheese, ham and cheese, that sort of thing. So the the, the plan long term is to get a container kitchen in the front courtyard area. If you if you rock up now, you'll see a driveway, a concrete driveway with a bit of space. And so the plan is eventually to have a kitchen out there doing pizzas and and more expanded food platters and that sort of thing. But for the moment, it's it's, it's toasties and the sorts of fare you get in the cafe. Yeah. So it sounds like there's actually a little bit more to come. If you visited next weekend. And then you visit it in a few months' time, you might see like quite a few different things. You might see some things in the corner and you might see this kitchen operating. Sounds like they've got quite a few plans. Thanks so much, Evan. Sounds like a really lovely local community spot. Great for people living in Clifton Hill, but I think it's probably one of those places that is worth travelling to as well. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. I'll be back again on Wednesday. Chat then. Listener.